I borrowed something from a friend at the Attorney General's office, Michael. Feel it, don't you, Michael? You feel the mask. Say something, Michael. Say something. You feel it, can't you? It's a part of you, Michael. It's a part of you. Say something. Say something, Michael. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Horror Cast. The Horror Cast is a podcast that covers all things horror related. Our usual show, we have a host pick two films to review one newer release with no spoilers, and one older film with spoilers. But it has been a long time since we hopped on and had ourselves a recording. We apologize for that, but new content is coming, and we are looking to be right back on track. Mark our words. I am your host this episode, Walshie, recording from the absolutely frigid, boring as hell this time of year state called Pennsylvania. And just a heads up, this episode, we really just wanted to get together and do a recording. So we're going to be just covering one film, the seemingly love it or hate it 2018 Halloween. So we can consider this as one of our uh, fresh cuts episodes, but just a little stale at this point. Although the home video release did just come out. So we, okay, it's going back to fresh there. Joining me on this recording is the driving force of the show, podcasting from Maryland, Mark Nato. What is up, man? Man, it's good to hear your voice. Uh, hate hosting, you know it. I love to have you back, and uh, yeah, man, uh, we it, it's unfathomable, unfathomable that we would do this without you because Halloween, man, Halloween. He's so on my arm. the the gods intervened. And here we are. Very cool, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm very glad to be back. All right, that was quick. So let's go into recording from Los Angeles from YouTube and a fellow horror collector. Horror gal Susan, it is so nice to talk to you again. Oh, my God. So nice to hear your voice, Walshy. So good to be back. And especially to talk about this movie because you know that you and I and Mark Nato definitely have the Halloween love <laughs> in general. So so this should be exciting. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Okay. So, next, coming in from Connecticut, the brains of the bunch, Revenant Vin. What is up, man? Hey, what's up? What's uh, up? Since the three of you just had a little love fest over the Halloween franchise, I guess I'm the one that has to come in and say, eh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hey, but that's okay. That's what, that's what, that's what makes our podcast great, that's is that right. we have that's somebody, right. we have somebody that represents every degree of love, hate, in-depth, surface like we've got a little bit of everything going on so it's okay yeah i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna reveal something here that not everyone knows is i have a a a tramp stamp and it's the cult of thorn symbol Uh (laughs) i know somebody that did that and i (laughs) cringy (laughs) i don't know i don't know all right let's get the next person in here this is the lover of all movie genres and a really funny dude also from maryland captain creepy what's up man hey washi and uh my other fine awesome co-host what's going on out there and i'm a little confused i, I thought we were reviewing the lost boys tonight because you know i, I thought we just had a, a big love fest over that movie again <laughs> not oh, tonight man no no strictly <laughs> halloween tonight yeah, no arguing. Well, well, until we'll see. I guess I, I only right. mention that because the last time we were on all together, that's that was the episode. So that, that was, was the, it. That was the reference. Yeah. So that was a fun one. Okay, and last but not least, the man of a thousand podcasts, Mister Venom. What's going on? Greetings and salutations, Walshy and co-hosts. Uh, I, I, I'll join the love fest and say, yeah, Walshy, it is absolutely awesome to hear your voice again. And I'm really looking forward to having us all together to talk about what I think is one of the best movies of last year. But we'll see how others think. <laughs> okay, yes, well, that we is... will. Sorry, sorry. That is everybody in here now. And before we get into any discussion of the film, we are going to roll a clip or let's do the trailer. What do you say, guys? Roll it. Let's do it. Testing one, two, three. We're on. We're here to investigate a patient that killed three innocent teenagers on Halloween in 1978. He was shot by his own psychiatrist and taken into custody that night. And has spent the last 40 years in captivity. Hello, Michael. I have something you might like to see. Everyone in my family like turns into a nutcase this time of year. I mean, your grandmother is Lori Strode. She was almost murdered. Wasn't it her brother who murdered all those babysitters? No, it was not her brother. That's something that people made up. Do you know that I pray every night that he would escape? Who the hell did you do that for? So I can kill him. Dad, look out! bus crashed. Mom, what bus crashed? Michael escaped. Excuse me, somebody's in here. I just waited for this night. 
He's waited for me. I've waited for him. Get out! Go home! Get inside! You don't believe in the boogeyman? He's here! Michael! You should. Can you close the closet door? Okay, and let's do a fair warning right now for everybody. We are spoiling Halloween 2018. We are going to dig in. There's a lot to talk about. So once more, fair warning. If you have to pause it, watch the film. Make sure to come back because this should be a fun discussion. But this will be spoiled. Okay, there's your fair warning, guys. Now let's bring in the film Halloween from 2018. It holds an R rating. And it has a runtime of approximately 106 minutes, considered what we like to call a slasher. Has it as horror thriller there. And it holds a 6.7 out of 10 star review with over over 72,000 reviews. So a little bit middle of the road, a little bit higher, but uh, I'm dying to see what we all say. So with the synopsis, Mark Nato. All right. Just say right now, this is a continuation of Halloween, the original 1978. Some people get this confused. I want to say that before I said the the synopsis. You know, there, there's like so many trails you can go off on the ho- in the Halloween franchise now. But basically, Halloween 1978, and then this. Nothing else for the purpose of this film has ever happened. Okay. So Jamie Lee Curtis returns to her iconic role as Laurie Strode, who comes to her final confrontation with Michael Myers, the masked figure who has haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing spree on Halloween night four decades ago. You get that, guys? 40 years. Ago. I know, right? It feels like old. yesterday. Yes. How old are we? Oh my With God. the same star. I mean, I mean, I was five when it came out, so I'm, <laughs> but still, I mean, I remember like yesterday, H2O. Yeah. I was negative 11. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember Cam H2O Youngins. and now H, we got H4O. It's ridiculous. It, it is. It's, it's amazing. And to have the one and only Jamie Lee actually come back after she's done it a few times in the series, you know, pretty cool to bring her back yeah. for her to even want to do it, you know? Yeah, and I will say that I think this is the only direction they really could have gone. I was that that was one of my questions to everybody. Okay. Yeah, I, I think this is this is the smartest, and well, I Most guess logical. It's not, it's not the only direction. I guess they could have whatever, but I think this is the the most logical and the one that kind of opened it up for them to do what they wanted with the story is to just say, hey, everything else, even even though. I think they could have done, uh, like say right after Halloween two and, and everything that was in Halloween two from 1980, um, would have been Canon that, Definitely. that would have worked. That would have worked, but, but this, this still, I think this is still a logical direction. So I wanted to get that out of the way. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I was thinking, I know a few years back that I don't know if you guys, any of you guys have seen this or gal, uh, they put a video up of one of the, I guess, 
one of the takes they were going to go with back in the day, probably like six, seven years ago. And there's a video on YouTube. Um, they had somebody, you know, draw, do the drawings for it. I forget what they call that. Wow. Storyboard. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Movie. Yeah. Storyboard. storyboard. The, they put the storyboards up on YouTube. Have any of you guys seen that? It was it was actually oh. a really great direct. Watch it. It's official. It was really going to be the next sequel. Is, it, is this the one? It was called Halloween Returns. Uh, I, I don't remember the name. I'm talking six, seven years ago, but yeah, it's in yeah. the, in the yeah, hospital or the police station. It. And yeah. I, yeah, they, the the um, wasn't it something that like he was got the electric chair? He was, yeah, be, he was just about know? to go. And, yeah. You know, chaos erupts and it shows him, you know, going I, through mayhem. It was cool. It was cool. I, I believe, thought that was good. I believe that entire script is on the internet somewhere. I bet it is. Yeah. But that, oh, everybody I go out and check I it. I read most of that. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, you can read it online. I know for sure. I haven't seen the storyboard video, but I remember reading a good portion of it. If not yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. They had a, it had like, a lot of buzz. It had a lot of buzz when it came out, but, uh, you know, they, they, that folded just like the many other movies that fold before they finally lock in a director and everything. So, all right, guys, let's, let's just dig into this movie. Uh, first topic though, I'd like to discuss here is I think we've all seen it twice. Am I, am I assuming wrong here? Or? I've, seen it, I've seen yes. it like five or six times. Okay. At least, yeah. twice, <laughs> at least twice. Okay. Yes. I have. A pretty different opinion once I once I watched it the second time. Do you guys agree? No. No. Okay, you felt the same way you did the first time you watched it. I just felt stronger. I mean, it's still the same, but stronger. Okay, so better or worse, you was kind of in line though with your first viewing. Yes, for me. Okay. How about any? How about mine? Mine was an. an, This is the first time we've discussed this, so you have no no idea uh, what I think about the movie. Okay. Um. But the second, third time I watched it, I mean, I've softened on it a bit. Oh, softened. Um, I see where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was really, I was pretty hard on it. Even, uh, you know, wow. just coming out of the gate okay. on Facebook. Um, not that I, I've always said, and I will stand by it, that I think it's a good slasher movie, e- even great slasher movie. Um, but there were some things that I thought it was missing uh, initially. You know what I'm saying? And, Absolutely. And, and things I might have been expecting uh, as a, a Halloween fan. And and so the second and third time, I think I just kind of softened a little, little bit on it. But I still have some things that I'll bring up that I don't think that the film did well. And, and Okay. And, and we'll talk about that. But, All man, right. but, yeah. So fourth, right. fifth time, it's, it's becoming more of a, you know, I'm home type thing. I got I got so you. It, yeah. Well, personally, I, I always talk. I, I always, always talk about the second watch, what that could do for a movie. Um, don't forget the absolute excitement. Well, you had it too, so I, I don't know. I guess we're we just don't think that in the same way because I, you know, Halloween coming with Jamie Lee back during the Halloween season. My excitement. I think all of our excitement was through the roof, man. Yep. Um, yeah. the, the trailer, the teaser trailer came out. It was awesome. It got really good buzz. I went in the theater. I was just like on cloud nine. And I don't even know if I gave it the fair uh, critical eye at the time. So I came out. I, I like loved it. I yep. loved it in the theater. Yep, now same. watching it. Okay. Now watching it the second time on my own. Not as uh, n- that excitement's gone. It's not Halloween season. So I don't have that nostalgia pushing me. You guys know how I am with this mm-hmm. nostalgia. Uh, yep. it, it dropped some points for me. And we'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. So that's why I asked. I didn't know if anybody else had that same vibe. So we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Uh, so let's bring in, uh, what are some of your favorite parts 
throughout this film. Uh, Horror Gal, go ahead. Okay, so, you know, a lot of people have problems with all of the callbacks and Easter eggs and all that. But those little shout outs to the OG fans like us, I really enjoyed. Um, my favorite moment, and I have no idea why, it just hit me. And the first time I saw it, I just thought, I love this moment, is when Dr. Sartain is there. He meets Lori, and Lori says, oh, so you're the new Loomis. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> just got me. I'm like, this is perfect, because this is what everybody is thinking it's what we and, all wanted, right? And and she had that attitude behind it that we're all having about, look, you can't try to replace Dr. Loomis unless you do it with Lori and all of that. And, of course, you know, since spoilers are okay, we see that, you know, Dr. Sartain is not like Dr. Loomis, okay, <laughs> um, and that sort of thing. So I just, I really loved that moment. Um, I also loved the role reversal. Uh, so what previously the power position that Michael had is mm -hmm. now been taken over by Lori. Yeah, it's I, been flipped. Every one of those moments, the flip the script moment, and now it's Lori instead of Michael, I absolutely loved. Okay, that point right there, totally agree. I love those shots near the end. I love uh, So I love that too. Yeah. Okay, uh, Vin, what, what did you take away? What, was, what are some of your favorite things from this film? Well, I mean, I'd say my favorite thing was Michael Myers. Um, I just feel like they they got him right. Um, he Didn't felt like they? a continuation from the original. Yep. You know, I mean, the mask looks great. I like yeah, how it looks strongest aged. Point. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, he's he's an old man now, you know, but it looks aged with him. Um, <clears throat> I think it maybe more than any other film. I think it really shows his playful side again. Like you yeah, see him uh, pranking definitely. his victims again, yes. you know, and it's like the first. Um, yeah, he he never really moved beyond that murderous child that he once was. Mm -hmm. You know, he's still got that that um, he wants to, you know sow chaos and stuff like that. He's got this kind of immature mm -hmm. nature about him. Nice um, he wants to kind of tease and torment his victims. Well, I mean, well, otherwise, he has no personality. You know, <laughs> but let's uh, let's hit on some of those. What? Yeah. I mean, when he when he killed the babysitter. Yeah, uh, that he, was he, he that was very much like Linda. Yeah, yes. mm -hmm. uh, but then we um, we see that when uh, the cop comes in, which is Hawkins, is that his Hawkins. name? Hawkins. Yeah. Yes. Which, by the way, that's got to be a shout out to Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Of course. First thing I thought. <laughs> first thing I thought. Um, but you know, he hid the the girl under the the uh, the sheet like a ghost, mm -hmm. like you know, yes. he is. He yes. loved. And there was something in the fish tank, or I don't know what what it, what it was, but he had dumped something in the switch in the fish tank too, right. and that was a little bit of a good tension there because you didn't know if Michael was under there, mm -hmm. or you didn't know if it, you know. But it it was kind of cool. Um, the of course the uh, the cop's head, jack o' lantern head, yeah. yeah. jack o' lantern, yeah. cop o' lantern. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I mean, there's no way the guy had time to hollow out a skull. <laughs> that was fast, yeah. dude. But, that was but, fast. But the, I mean, that's the, the same fact... thing. The fact the that it was Christopher Nelson who created the mask, and now it's a jack-o'-lantern mask that the head is ma made into. I mean, I just thought that was kind of a cool little <laughs> nod. Yeah. I mean, he has other instances, too, like in the bathroom, maybe, you know, just dropping the teeth, the yeah. teeth. Yeah. To, yeah. to mess with her, you know, uh, hiding in the closet in the first place. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it, it felt definitely like this was the Michael Myers from the first film. Um, totally so that, that, agree. that was hands down my favorite part. I, yep. I thought that they did him very well with, with so. a few extra pounds. I mean, come on when you, <laughs> when you, when you, when you're 60, 65, 
you've been in prison eating the prison food for a while, not really getting your exercise. Yeah. You know, because think about it. Nick Castle in 1970, he was a slight guy. You know, mm-hmm. so you can tell that, that this guy's a bit bigger. Um, so, but you got to suspend your disbelief. But, you know, the, I, I do want to say before I forget, mm-hmm. that was one of the most disappointing parts of the movie to me was that closet scene. And the only reason was because they showed it in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. And I right. was like, right. man, sort of that, yeah. Yeah. that would have been a great scare. Yeah. If I, I didn't know it was coming, but you yeah. know, it, because they showed it in the trailer, I could have sworn it was going to be like a prank. Yeah, like they like, do usually. I mean, so did yeah. I, Mark. So did I. Yeah, I thought it's going to be your boyfriend. That cannot, yeah, that yeah. cannot be Michael Myers in that closet. Mm-hmm. But it, but yeah. it was. Um, but honestly, but, if that hadn't been spoiled for you, that would have been a great. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I still, even though I saw, I, I only watched the first teaser trailer, which and that was in there, but I, it worked for me still. It did, but I could only imagine if I didn't know it was coming. You know, yeah, it'd be pretty friggin' rad. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's hard. It's man. It's hard, especially. I don't watch a whole lot of trailers anymore, uh, beyond the teaser trailers. I know. I'm because getting that they way spoil now too, so much, man. But yeah, I could not help myself. It's Halloween. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I could. Know. I couldn't resist. It was That's like why I did I, it. It's like the apple in the Garden of Eden. I just could not, <laughs> could not stop, man. I was watching like international trailers to see if there was more footage. Like, I'm going to piece this bad boy together before it even comes out. Yep, yep. All right. Well, well, Vin, you really nailed it there for me, man. I had two things that blew me away with this movie. If I was going to say I loved two things, it's, of course, Michael Myers. You know, the, everything about him, the look, the mask. I think that's my second or third favorite mask behind the original. I love it that much. Um, oh, yeah. Just, I, the, I agree. You see the age, but and the second, man, the music. Yeah. Well, that, we're going to go Love, there. love, love. <laughs> go there. Now, let's, let's focus on the mask for a second. I want to say this. What took somebody so long <laughs> to finally get to it right? just get the mask right. Uh, we'll never All know. All the other movies could have sucked behind, and they would have been made better if they just would have gotten the mask right. I, it I, wasn't dude, that it's, difficult. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you are absolutely right, and they don't even have the answers. Yeah. Other than you know not being able to use that first mold, the second one they did, it, it looked a little different. But come on, dude. There's 10,000 artists out there that could sculpt the Michael yes. Myers mask that's better than what right. we've gotten in these movies. So, yeah. Well, I have, a, I, have a, I have a theory on that one. It's kind of the same thing with Friday the 13th. Why does Jason, maybe not his mask, but his actual face, why does he look so drastically different for every movie? The answer, different production teams. They never, uh, same thing with Halloween. They never yeah. brought in the same production team not to do movies. Right. Yeah, the continuity so, was second fiddle to everything else. Still, think but still, I don't I don't think it's necessarily continuity. I think it's that these individual production teams wanted to make the mask their own. They wanted to. Yeah. They want to leave a mark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And obviously, most of them miss the mark, if not all of them. <laughs> oh, big time! <laughs> and, what, and what really sucks is when you see like the poster for four and five. It's the oh, iconic God. original mask. Yeah, and then and then and then five. Can we just talk about the mask in five? I don't know what you guys think, but that's like the worst one out of the entire no, franchise. I have no I words, no words for that. The mask. Five is, is five. That the one, like, is that the one where the neck flares the out? The beak. <laughs> it looks like it looks like a bird, like bird esque. Yeah. And to me, it reminds me of something that like Saturday Night Live would use to make it's fun so and mock true. Michael Myers. So, so yeah. true. 
So it just shows the importance of how much the ma- getting the mask right. Yes. So we got to give them props. Gets Myers right. Right off the bat. Yeah, and and they, you can they, see how, how important it was because now those masks are flying off the shelf. Oh, they can't keep oh, them in yeah. stock. You know, people out, want that mask because mm-hmm. it was so good. And it looks like it's the same mask just 40 years later. I mean, you know, things been in like a locker mm-hmm. from, you know, who sent with the deputy governor? Yeah. I don't know who he said it. He got it from, but you know that yeah, it was locked up. Yeah, yeah it, was it was evidence. It, it was evidence. Yeah. But don't you guys think that that they did it really well as far as executing aging it without him losing his power? Do you know what I mean? Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. In the mask, hell yeah. the the mask is aged, but it doesn't look weak or old. It's it still has that that powerful Michael Myers. Yeah, I, I had a question. Just, what do you guys think, like at the beginning when the podcasters go into the, the prison and they show him the mask, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, you just start feeling this, this tension. Uh, Michael's not really responding. Figaro. But, yeah, but everyone's like, Figaro, you know, and, <laughs> and all the crazy. <laughs> Everybody's barking. Dude, I, I hated that. that? What is I that? hated that. But it's really, I, what is, I, is, that, is that? Is that insinuating that the mask itself is, no, is there I, a supernatural thing? I, or is, I, I don't I, no. I didn't get that. I What I got was that it was a rise in Michael Myers' reaction or tension and that they were like kind of feeling the evil rise in him. Yeah. Thank like, you. It, like kind of heating up, you know, because Meyer, they're yeah. behind him with that. And he's feeling that kind of pull to want to, you know. Yeah, it's the missing piece there. Yeah. To, to reload his evilness. But he doesn't it, need the mask to kill. That's yeah. what I was no, going to say. No, no, but it's a trigger. It's like like yes. us, like us getting told there's going to be a new Halloween movie. We were all triggered, right? So yeah. he, he gets shown the mask yeah. and even. Even though it's behind him, he's triggered now. He's like, "Oh, that's my yep. costume. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Let's do this." Yeah, yeah. I'm, th- I'm just think- uh, go, ahead. go ahead. Sorry, then go. No, I was gonna say I, I'm not sure that the movie earns that scene. Um, yeah, they at didn't least build in my it. opinion. Yeah, it, it's. I feel the same way. Dude. You know, it I know. So I said, "What do you mean?" Because it's at, because it's at the beginning. More, but, well, I mean, the fact that only the first movie happened. I think yeah, that's yeah. one of it. If if we're looking at it in context of the other films, you Bingo, know, this dude. is like this guy is like legendary. He's mythical now, you know. But no, he he, you know, he committed a murder when he was young, and then he, you know, he kills a couple babysitters, um, and then he apparently he gets arrested. He gets caught. Um, he's caught on top of it. So yeah. Not- so I'm like, I, I, it's it's showing us a certain mythos and this almost quasi supernatural reaction. That I just don't think without the other films, it's really earned there. It just kind of, you know, it, it's relying, I think, a lot on the audience knowing about is. the other movies yeah. mm-hmm. than yep. what's actually showing us in the film. It yeah, would, it would have too. earned it. It would have earned it if they would have included Halloween 2. Yeah, yeah. And I it, agree because with that. then he's, I agree he's, with that. he's survived the being shot six times yes. And, yes. and he's still coming back and the guy's been in an explosion and lost his eyes and, and all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. boom. Now yeah, he's, uh, the makeup know, budget would have been horrendous because they'd have to make him a burn victim too. Yeah. Well, they could have just—they could have just done like uh, I mean, know, the hands Donald, exposed, Donald Pleasance the exposed. Donald Pleasance in part four, you know, where yeah, is, is it that one or the next one where like the scarring oh, yeah. changes 
Because they've always had a problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. The egg on his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like the fried egg on yeah. one cheek. They just <laughs> turned into Dr. Evil. That's all they did. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But but anyway, I, I know a lot, most people loved that um, that scene, that tension. Uh, I Me and my brother looked at each other and laughed when we heard that Figo whoa or something. Um, I was like, oh, no, they're not doing this. But I, but, but I knew that it would work for a lot of people and, and Vin nailed the point. I, w- I wouldn't have been able to, I wasn't thinking the way he's until he said what he just did that um, he, it's relying on the audience and that's, that is yeah. it. And yeah. that is it. But anyway, what, what other thing? Let's get, um, let's get uh, Keith in here, man. Talk about what you loved about this film. Well, uh, you know, you guys have more of a, uh, affection for the movie than I originally did over the years. I've gained more appreciation for it. Uh, when I first saw the trailer for it, which I didn't watch the trailer for a long time, it wasn't, uh, you know, purposely not to watch it. I just didn't get around to watching it. But uh, yeah. I thought it was it's it's crazy to say that the horror movie is going to have more of a darker uh, feel to it. But for this one, for some reason, I just thought they were going to go a little bit darker with it, mm-hmm. especially with the teeth being poured over top of the the uh, the potty mm-hmm. scene. Right, uh, right. But uh, once I was watching the movie and saw, you know, the uh, the tributes that they were doing, I saw that this was more of a love letter uh, to John Carpenter. So that's and watching it the second time, I, I, I confirmed that's exactly what it is. So I, I don't get as easily as offended as the the real lovers of the the, the film. But uh, right. But I did like I agree with what uh, Hard Gal Susan was saying. With the, the I love all the reversal shots. And the one with uh, Lori when when she falls out of the the window and she's on the ground and the next scene she disappears. Oh, that's that, awesome! That, that, that was probably awesome. I, that was probably my my most favorite scene out of the whole entire movie. Mm, that yeah, that's a great scene. Um, and the other one was when we see half of her fa- that iconic first scene where she uh, Michael's in the closet and you barely see his face start to be uncovered and right. then she does it. She does it there. I thought they nailed that. I think she says yep. Happy Halloween yes. or something. Yep. Yeah. Happy Halloween, Happy Michael. Halloween, Michael. Yeah. Did that look Boom. a little bit too digitized to some other people? I don't know. I, I yes. think it's too fast. Of his, yeah. Oh, did it? Did it look I like don't, that too? I don't, I don't think it was done practically like, like they did yeah. in oh, 1978. Okay. That, but, it kind of stuck out to me, and I'm like, oh, you know. Yeah. But, also, bad yeah. effect on it. I didn't even real, realize because it's so fast. I'll have to rewatch it. Usually I catch yeah. that stuff. Yeah, it's not. it doesn't linger as much as the 1978 yeah. right. and that's that's the whole thing about the 78 that is so oh, so creepy oh. is you can yeah. you can see that little white blur yeah like, man. and you're like what the heck is that and then yeah, you it know just it slowly comes in yeah that's uh, the one yeah. reversal that didn't quite work for me because it kind of you know it, it was not nearly as seamless as some of the other things yeah but, but I, will, I will agree with keith though i do i do think and i think that they went darker um and meaner I, th- I think that that michael myers say in the first movie yes uh he's he's a killer but what what do we get we get um you know he kills annie in the car he chokes her and then stabs her mm-hmm. and, then, and then he uh strangles um pj souls i forget her name linda linda and then and then um what he, he sticks the knife he just stabs bob mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. So yeah, those are horrific. Yeah, we got gore there. this time. Yeah, but yeah. here I think we get a nod to zombies films in in the bathroom with no you know, doubt that the teeth and yeah. just just smashing the guy's head in the on the wall and stop right there. The that 
effect of that guy's mouth with the teeth out was incredible. The gore effect. Yeah. 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 With that the, guy the, laying uh, there with that yeah. huge gaping bloody hole in his mouth. And which loved which that which shot. is which is much better than you know them showing him doing it. Right. You know, I, I think that was that was a good choice, you yep. know. Just show the after effect and then uh, go. Yeah, that's an instance where it's good. It's an off-skill cream. Yeah. Uh, uh, an off, sorry, <laughs> an off-screen kill. <laughs> yes. Because we get some later that are just, uh, but, I, don't, I don't understand. But anyway. But did, you, but did you think in the long tracking shot where he goes in, you know, I, I loved it. <clears throat> you see him look in the window and then you see him go off the porch and you just see him walking down the side of the yeah, house. Yeah, the camera waits for him. Yeah. 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 And it's not yeah. a quick but shot. It's, yeah. That was just a brutal kill yeah that mm-hmm. yeah, was i mean yeah, he was. Cr- cracks her head up against the the, the window edge right? of the, yeah the window sill, yeah, or yeah. something and then just right through the throat with the knife i was and then he just just throws her down yeah like, i didn't see that, that coming i didn't see that uh, when that happened i i think i let out a little yelp it was so cool when that that blade went through the middle of the throat Usually it's like a slash or a stab or something. We never see him Mm -hmm. go straight through. You know, that's where you're talking about it being meaner. That's kind of mean now, man. Very mean. Don't do that. And that scene almost had like a like a fourth wall type effect too. I mean, you already feel like you're a voyeur watching the film, but looking right. through the window gave you more. I don't know. To me, it did just give you that fourth wall. Totally agree. And that and that's a you know that's the shout out to the the continuous. Um, one tracking shot there at the beginning of the original Halloween, which is right. actually three shots, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and I'm not sure how many this one is. I'm sure it might not be one mm-hmm. complete, but you know, I, I was looking back on Facebook and I, I remember seeing uh, this is, I don't know if it's been two years ago already when they were started to film, but there were pictures like paparazzi were trying to take pictures of them filming this movie and we got a, a picture of Michael in front of this house. And, and you just see Michael standing there and, and they, they like highlighted him. Look, it's Michael Myers. They're filming a scene. It's that scene they're filming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know exactly what yeah. picture you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was pretty cool because yeah. now when I look back, uh, it was one of those memories on Facebook. I look back and I'm like, oh, man, they were filming that that one shot scene right there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but, yeah, dude. That whole, that whole like... Uh, brutal segment on Halloween night with the trick-or-treaters is my ultimate favorite part of this movie yeah. that that stocking where he's just going in and out like through the through houses I, I, I loved it I that was my I, definitely my favorite part I, I could have used some more I could have there could have been more, more deaths no I could have used one yeah. more but, like house like because he goes from there that that you know throat lady then basically moves on to the the blonde girl babysitting and uh, and here yeah, but here's the thing: like, you don't know who or why. Well, there's a thousand people. There's the nurse that comes out. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't. Ki- he goes in the. It's like he wants to do it in secret. He goes in a house to kill them. Yeah. Hey, did you think he was going to kill the baby? Anybody? That's my next point. No, it's, this no, has no. got to be talked <laughs> you don't, about. You don't think so? I had. I had no convention. thought that even for an iota that he was going to kill that child. Well, mm-hmm. I. Uh, they. I like his pause. That. Yes, yeah, I, I, I like the pause. Yeah, yeah I, I thought they I thought that they just wanted us to think that he was going to kill the baby and that they weren't going to have him kill the baby because we would think that he was going to after the. Uh, how do I want to say uh, um, which 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 Halloween franchise movie am I thinking of where there was another there was another baby 
situation. I don't Isn't know. That, and, and, wasn't that and six? He, when, six. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he, he, he like didn't do it. Why can't I think which one? And so I felt like they, the curse. they were, yeah. And so I felt like they were doing it to make us think that he was going to do it. And then they, then they wouldn't. And then I was like, oh, I was right. He didn't do it. Well, here's the thing. I've, you, you guys don't, I don't know if you've read about it. Do you know how many posts I've seen called, oh, they ruined Myers. He's a pussy. He didn't kill the baby. Like I've literally <laughs> read that four or five times. I'm like, I can't, how do I comment? Like, what do I, yeah. what do I say to them? Because don't forget the guy just walked by, let's say a numerous kids bumping into him. He didn't slash them. So when it comes up to the baby, I hear the baby crying. It, it wouldn't make sense. Why would he kill the baby? But then you have these hardcore, which I thought we were fans, saying, "Well, if he's a brutal murderer with no, you know, no conscience or no, no yeah, thought, that baby." Those aren't hardcore yeah, fans. Those he, are new fans. That's not yeah. fun. Yeah, and it's not I don't think I don't us. think we've ever we said he doesn't have a conscience. We don't want to right. see that. I don't want to see Michael well, no, Myers I don't kill think the it's, baby. It's not about a conscience. I think that he likes. He, there's a certain level of sport to it. You yeah, know, a baby yeah, is no sport. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he wants think, to he wants to screw with people before yeah, he, but he wants to. Yeah, he also kind of has to be challenged or they have to kind of impede his his purpose. Like the like the boy at the truck. That, that's what I was just yeah. going to bring up. He he, he got. He, yeah, he got in his way. He didn't take a pause or a moment. He killed that little boy, period. The boy had a gun. You know, because right. he because he was in his way. Uh, the baby is just laying there and th- the baby's not in his way. So yeah. but that was me, br- that was that was just as brutal. Kill, oh, yeah. killing the little kid you know all that kid yeah. would do is dance which i loved because it, you know, <laughs> you yeah, know and, yeah. I, and i i looked I, I think i saw it with with keith and i, I looked I think I, said, I think i think we i said a discussion about that last time i, I said man <laughs> he just killed the kid i mean that's, <laughs> yeah. and i, I was, said i wasn't expecting it and i said they just killed joe c from kid rock fame yeah. Hey, a kid, a kid with a shotgun Just is basically see. a man, so I got yeah. no problem with it. Yeah, yeah, he had he had a gun. I could see yeah. why he did that. Yeah. And it was and it was a uh, again a callback to um, Annie's death. Yep. Oh, yeah, it was. absolutely. Yeah. Well, all right. Can, can we talk about the song in that scene? That I was so excited, and I'm sitting in a whole entire theater of OG fans, and you I'm like, got it. A lot no, of people nobody, didn't get that. I'm like, I'm like, nobody hears the song. Are you yeah, all dead? don't get it. Do yeah, you you're all, hardcore. Nobody, That's how you know. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew. I knew instantly. Uh, that was another cool little nod. There's so many, though. There are so, how, guys, how about the Halloween 3 kids? Yep. Yes. That's, oh, yep. come great. on. That's a high yeah. five right there. That is odd to even show any love to the movie that was so destroyed by uh, fans and critics for how many years till recently. Really cool to see that, man. God, I was thinking if he could just make a Halloween 3 ma- remake, that and it's never going to happen, but, you know, a man could dream. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, let's get... Um, who, who didn't say who's their favorite? Who, who has their favorite? Uh, Venom. What yes, are sir. some of your favorite, favorite things from the movie that well, we didn't really I, touch on? Do you have anything? Um... I'm going to I'm going to go with the easiest answer possible being that it's a John Carpenter movie and say it's the soundtrack. Um, Dude, I'm not going to say. Five. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Thank not going to say that I absolutely love this soundtrack because obviously do. it doesn't supersede the original. No, I really, really like it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But I, I totally feel, agree. I, yeah, I feel like the soundtrack is just new enough that just it's enough. fresh, but it's also still 
uh, similar enough to the original that it's familiar. It's almost like the extended dance remix of the original Halloween soundtrack. <laughs> and I'm okay whoa, whoa. with that. Ding, 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 ding. I think that guitar, that electric guitar, added so much. Uh, there's a couple scenes where he wails that guitar or whammy, whatever you want to call it's it. A, wait, he, he takes a, a cello bow. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's a oh, cello bow. It's a nasty mm-hmm. sound and it works. Uh, I really, really loved what Cody and John did. I, I, I thought it was fantastic. All right, now, can I say something? I know you don't like it. Almost <laughs> no, shut me I, up didn't say, I didn't say I didn't like it. I okay, that's good. Yeah. I think it's a good soundtrack. Uh, I mean, it's good, a good score. Yeah. And uh, I think that there were some good modernization mm-hmm. uh, touches to make it just a little bit more fresh in, in a, for a modern a 2018 mm-hmm. uh, audience. I think it was mishandled in the movie um, for certain scenes uh, where the score was lacking or where the action was lacking where the score was, was awesome. And when we get to dislikes, I'll, I'll talk more about those, those two things in particular. Um, but as far as this, I'm not sure how it all works, uh, because I don't make movies. I'm not sure if, if John Carpenter got a, got a, um, a copy of the movie and you score it along what you you see, or if he just did a score and they fit it in. That's what it seemed to me. Oh, you think it was reversed? That, yeah, it seemed like he did the score, and then they fit it in where they thought it was appropriate. Because well, if I anybody could make, you know, if anybody could change filmmaking and make them listen, it's John Carpenter. Because <laughs> he'll yeah. just throw a cigarette butt out of your face until you get bent. But I will say... Yeah, I will say that Mark, Mark, you are partially correct because uh, I follow Carpenter on Twitter and he did say that he had some music already written uh, before he saw the film. Not all of oh. it, but some of it. So, so Mark, you might be right. Yeah. It, it could be the filmmakers just cr- trying to plug in his pre-written music into a particular so- uh, scene. So, yeah. yeah. And I, the, I, music, I, the music itself fantastic i was gonna say yeah, yeah. if you put it in your car mark you love it right oh, yeah and i have okay yeah, yeah i got gotcha. you yeah, yeah. because that's yeah. how i feel i love this score uh you're saying connected with the movie and certain scenes it feels yes. like it was flip yeah. i got gotcha. you we'll talk about that all right uh, very good i, I want um to say real quick before i forgot i love the inflating pumpkin at the beginning dude <laughs> the, the reverse pumpkin yes. rot. yes yeah it's you on just stole screen. my thunder, Mark. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's on my screen it as we're talking. <laughs> well, uh, here's what I want to say. I just had a revelation because I did not think about this because we keep talking about all these reversal things and how that. That's why it was awesome. Well, see, now it, it's all coming together because the opening title was that they did it in reverse, and I think that was a hint to let you know this is what's coming in this movie. But there's no doubt. There's a subliminal. Yeah. There's a yeah. subliminal thing there because I didn't think it, about that till now. And did it, you see that the right, right eye? Is 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 Michael Myers' silhouette? No. Nah. Yes. If you look huh. at it, the left right eye. eye the pump, you mean the, looks like the left Michael. eye? Is it the left eye? The left eye. It's yeah, it's left. not. It's on our right, but it's yes, the left the le- eye yeah. of the pumpkin. And, the, oh, and okay, then okay. and then of course the uh, the nose is a is a is a butcher knife. But um, yeah, and I like how they went with uh, the original font. Text man. And it, and it was just you know that that orange. Lettering fall. and feels yeah. like fall. Yeah, yep. yeah. It, it was definitely, and I like that, like real sharp cut. Yeah, 
you know, absolutely, man. Thing, you know that that well, was the, that was good. The, the, I think every one of us in the theater at that time got the, the the goosebumps or chills when we saw that reverse rotting pumpkin and that text at the same time. Then you get yeah. the music blaring over it. Uh, it's like oh, like you said, forty years later, and here it is. And you know what? Somebody, I'm not one of these guys that's a Halloween you know fanboy that is going to look for something to pick apart just cause. Yeah. Because I remember the the day after this movie came out on Facebook, people were talking about how crappy that was because the CGI they used was crap. It's not CGI. No, they literally shot that. I'm like, what, what do you, do you just, you just want something to complain about? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but that, that was a great, great scene. I was like, why is the pumpkin already deflate? And then it starts Mm -hmm. to grow. And I'm like, Oh, it's been dormant. You know, Mm -hmm. it's been down for 40 Mm -hmm. years and it's coming back to let, you know, it, it, it was really smart. I like that a lot. Well, I say like related it's... related to the jack o' lantern. What I think this movie does really well is capture the Halloween season. Um, you know, yeah, more than the original, the, but the I mean, look of it. Haddonfield yes. is decked out and leaves. <laughs> you know? Leaves are everywhere. Yeah. Did you There's see? A, did you see the lady? The lady that that he kills with the knife through the throat. She had about seven hundred pumpkins on her on her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was "What is this? The pumpkin them, lady? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a crossover with Trick or Treat, almost. You know, yeah. like, almost be the that same. was actually grown up Rhonda with all the pumpkins. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Sure. I can totally see Sam just like walking in the background when exactly. you know, oh, fires is well, going by. God, would that be badass? <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> I think a lot of us would love it, but a lot of yeah. people would hate it. Yeah. Sure. Of course, they could hate it. I don't care. I think it would be amazing. You talk about Freddy versus Jason. Let's have Michael. Michael versus Sam. Or, no, not versus. Yeah, they no, got yeah, not versus. Just Michael and Sam. Yeah, yeah. it's like One a buddy cop movie. <laughs> hey, but the Avengers but, happened. We never know. We never. And then know. the big twist yeah. at the end is that Michael actually had a child in the in the penitentiary, <laughs> and His boom, it's Sam. Samuel Loomis. Yeah, the child. So he had to knock a pumpkin up. <laughs> hey, there's nurses. <laughs> you never know. It's movies, right? It's yeah, right. a lot like Halloween, uh, which makes up for the original, which which I, I still to this day, there's not a movie that that feels more Halloween-y to me than Halloween without yeah. without a ton of decorations. Oh, right. well. And they they made it feel Halloween-y yeah. without all the, because they didn't have the budget. Oh, you know, they moved the same three pumpkins around, you know. Throw some leaves around in the summer or something. <laughs> And All right, guys, pick up the leaves. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. And it's so funny when you know that and you watch it and you see just the little pile of leaves in one area. And then on a wide shot, you're like, okay, there's not one leaf anywhere yeah, else in there. Green. But, and there's a palm the tree. Movie, yeah. the, 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 the strodes are lazy. They yeah, don't go get the, the, the leaf went down <laughs> on 8th Avenue. <laughs> but the movie was done so well that people don't just notice that. And especially for like somebody like me, I'm really detailed when I watch stuff, I'll say, well, that that's the, the continuity's off. That doesn't, you know, and to see that and know that that's how it was. And you never even realized it because you were so engrossed in the movie. I'm like, yeah, that's how you do it. People. That's how you make a movie right there. <laughs> but, it, but it was neat to see them spend money on making it very fall like and Halloweeny. And then, you know, the walk to school, yeah. You know, uh, you know, with the leaves and the pumpkins and decorations, and yeah, hey, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow this little pumpkin up with this this cherry bomb, and and uh, you know, there's a Halloween uh, a costume dance happening. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah, all of that stuff that 
they just didn't have the budget for in the first one. Finally, you right. know, so kudos. Well, okay, so going off that, I'm gonna flip flop. I think one thing, one thing that they really didn't get for me throughout this movie was, and I don't think anybody could really get it. Just there's only a few movies is that that dread from that first from the first Halloween. I don't feel mm-hmm. it at all in this movie. It's a slasher to me. Just don't let's not forget the first Halloween wasn't a slasher. It got pushed into that category for being the first. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That 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 just off-putting feeling when you first watch how well, you're intimidated that, by it. I, I yes, felt the like same way. You feel yep. it. Yep. Are you I think are it's you because sure we're you didn't hear our first conversation? <laughs> I wasn't there. Why did you say that? Because well, this this is what I'm gonna say. Okay. And, uh, are we moving uh, Yeah, we could moving yeah, into dislikes. I, well, I think Oh, I don't we, think we're we can, done with likes, but no, yeah. we can just we can just talk freely. If you have a like, yeah. just say it. If you dislike, say it. But yeah, part one came up, so that's and you guys were talking about the feel of it, and I'm just like that dread, man. Well, I just yes. Well, this is what I feel is like Michael Myers in the first one is just so like in the shadows mm-hmm. and stalking and plotting, and you see him so often in the background of a scene. And that's, that's what's freaking scary. You like, know what's yeah, missing? I'm, John Carpenter's cigarette smoke coming out of one of the bushes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right there at yeah. the edge. Yeah. But yeah. I think the sense of dread is not going to be there because of how familiar we all are with the character and the franchise. I mean, this is the 11th chapter of this franchise. There's not really a whole lot that they can do to the hardcores that are going to be like, Ooh, I'm, you know, I'm terrified for Lori. No, at, at no point was I worried about Lori or Michael. I knew that neither one of them was going to die at the end of this movie. So it, so that's I think not, that, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about here. Here's a perfect example. Okay. And maybe they, they didn't do this because it was low hanging fruit. But to me, it's everything that is, is scary and good about the original Halloween. You look at the original Halloween and the, the famous scene where Laurie gets home from school and she's looking out the window and there's sheets blowing on the, on the, the line. Yeah. And she looks back out and who's standing behind the sheet for a second. Yep. For, mm-hmm. Michael Myers, just yeah. like, you know, it's like, what the <laughs> hell is that? And who is that? She slams the window and she looks back out. He's gone. Okay. There is a scene in this movie where they're at the babysitter's house mm. and she is out on the porch. She's waiting for her boyfriend to come and there are sheets. There's laundry hanging out. Yeah. And I'm looking, is he yeah. in the background? Yeah. Yeah. Is he in, is he anywhere? Because if I could just see a glimpse of his face and he's watching her and he's stalking her, I'd be like, oh, oh shite. You know, no, <laughs> see, I, I feel right, like that. Right. They did. You know what they I did? Don't see you that. know what they did? They did a dumbass jump scare of the yeah. boyfriend. Boo. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. But you know what was intimidating, though, is the motion light scene. I thought that was pretty intimidating. That's the one scene. We talked about this before. Uh-huh. What the heck happened there? Uh, it's not me. <laughs> Somebody's dog. <laughs> Y'all right? <laughs> but that, that's the one scene, I believe, I that, that really channeled like, mm-hmm. the, the vibe. The, the, the original one. feel of the, the original yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I think that they probably could have done a little bit more. Yeah, it didn't have to exactly be motion lights, but something with that same uh, formula. Yeah, right. I just love, you know, you think about the, the scene in the original where Annie is, is in the laundry room and the door swings open and closed and he's standing there 
and she has no idea that he's right there watching her or whatever. Those sorts of things are what make it that ratchet the tension up. Is it fear is it gonna, comes is from it, the unknowing? Yes. Is it going to yeah. be this time that he makes his move or is he going to play around a little bit more, you know? And right. this, I, you know, he was never really in the background. You knew he was there and he was going to come for you. And, you know, well, he was front and center a lot. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. you yeah. know, that's why it didn't capture that. And no, I know exactly what, what um, Mr. Venom's saying. I totally agree. We are, we've seen it all, man. We've seen and it's it the all. same thing with what Mark is saying about um, Michael staying in the shadows. It's like I, I made this point before when when Halloween 78 came out, Michael was a new character. He was not a horror icon. He was just some guy in a mask until we saw the film over and over again. Now, in 2019 or 2018, excuse me, Michael Myers is an icon and the fans aren't. I, I think a lot of the newer fans aren't going to be happy if you keep them in the shadows. They want to see that mask. They want to see michael out in the open they want to see the guy that isn't that he doesn't care about the police he doesn't care about hiding he's not you know he's not thinking about his next escape he's thinking about his next kill and i appreciate that about him that he's you know not worried about police because honestly a good serial killer or should i say a good you know um image of evil (laughs) darkness doesn't care about the police jason doesn't care about the police michael that's where you're wrong that's where you're Uh, wrong that's what makes michael myers michael myers the stalking the being in the shadows okay like you said like you said don't forget they took this to Dude, part two. Just just because so we're at, just we have because to act like part one happened. Just because Only. you're in the shadows doesn't mean that you don't ever get to see him. You start in the shadows, you create the tension, you lurk, and then you see him. You know, I'm sorry. I don't need Michael Myers to act like Freddie or or to act like Jason. Oh no, no. Uh, no. Michael Myers is my favorite of them because of the way that he was well i mean you know but that was still circumstances yeah circumstances are different now right i mean not only what jerry's saying as far as us knowing this also michael myers is returning where an entire town now knows who michael myers is you know with jamie lee curtis you know laurie we haven't even talked about laurie strode she's been spending you know she spent like what 40 years preparing for this Right. right I mean, I think that what this movie does is offer a good companion piece because we're not seeing him in the shadows. We're not seeing him behind the hedge. We're following him as he's moving behind these things. You know, we are now seeing how he swiftly moves from house to house, picking up weapons, picking people off. You know, so, I mean, if you were outside, maybe it would look like he's just kind of disappearing and and leaving again. I, I think it just kind of offers much more of a, you know, a, a, a nice companion piece to the first one. It's a new take, and I, I, I always, I would always rather a movie try something new and fail than do the same thing over again. I did not want to see Halloween seventy eight point two. I did not. Well, I wanted to see something completely different. And though I will admit the movie's not a hundred percent different, it's different enough that I loved it. That's yeah, because I did. if you keep, if you keep trying to well, re- replicate 
the original, you're always going to fall short because mm-hmm. nothing's ever going to take the place of the original and everybody's sentimental attachments to the first time they saw it and what they experienced and how they felt about it. And, you know, the newness and the, the, the rawness of it being this independent film and, and, and all of that. So I think, you know, and you also have to look at the time period now. Times are different. I mean, they, they want to draw in a wider demographic. They already know that they have everybody that's, you know, all of our ages and, and older probably even, but they want a lot younger. They need the two minutes too. They need those, they need those 17 year olds, you know, going into this rated R movie to like it as well. And, and so society now uh, there's more of, you know, a desensitization to different types of things they need more faster right away and over the top and that's kind of you know so you can't but i I don't even agree with that i mean i understand yeah there might be a 13 or 14 year old kid that comes but people have seen so many slashers part one we're coming they've seen so many slashers before uh, after let's say after halloween 78 let's go from there how many slashers are there eight gazillion okay and they've seen it all and what we needed to do was go back to what made halloween scary and Uh, i and i and i understand you know that you have to do a certain amount of updating or whatever i I understand all that it's the same thing uh, i've said before I think they showed Michael Myers too much without his mask. Uh, I think the the yes the, the, yeah. the, yes. the fact I, I don't yes. agree. I didn't need to see I, old gray beard Michael. I didn't I need to see that. Thirty minutes. I, I, Thirty minutes. I, I think I think the the one the one shot where they show his eye being that's that's awesome. Yeah, no, but, it's really but cool. You, but you got like full facials, you know, of the, the guy. mask I, is why I, we're here. Yes, yeah. and. Uh, and I understand, you know, he killed the podcasters basically just so he can get his mask back, <laughs> you know, because yeah, he yeah. knew that mask was in the trunk, mm-hmm. you know, he killed him and he went to the trunk. Alrighty. Now it's all, well, I mean, <laughs> how would you, how would you explain him having the mask right from the beginning? If yeah, you didn't exactly. see his face? But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I, I, for whatever it's worth, I disagree. I appreciated the fact that we saw the side shots. I also disagree with the fact that you say we saw a full on face. We never at any point get a full shot, a full frontal shot of his face. We get side shots. We get three quarter shots. Blurry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, out of focus or out of frame, blah, blah, blah. But we never get like full on. Oh, that's the actor. You know, I I forget his name, but yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, yeah, I, but but I but I I I I'm like right in between both of you. Like I kind of uh, I mean I agree with Mark that on my first viewing, second viewing, and every subsequent viewing, I do feel like they showed just a little too much. Like I would have preferred just showing the little neck injury and his shoulder while he was in the prison yard, or that really far away shot where you can kind of see that he has gray hair on the back. That's fine, but I do feel like there was just a little bit too up close because that that mystery of of the not knowing to uh-huh. me is scarier than actually seeing. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and, and it, I even have a, an issue um, with the first movie uh, showing old Tony Moran. Tony Moran, yeah, the worst you part know? of the movie. Yeah, and, and but <laughs> hey, dude, it's always said that. The yeah. worst part is unmasking him. That three seconds, if I could cut that out of that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I know it was it was supposed to be 
one of these things because he was just kind of like an every man, kind of like an angelic, you know, good looking guy, you know, Mm -hmm. but uh, to me, less, less is more. I guess that's what I'm trying to say is less is more for me. I, I mean, generally, I agree. Less is more, but I'm yeah. just saying they did something new. They didn't put him in the shadows. I've, I've seen that they, movie. They didn't I've, do anything new. It. They didn't do anything new. The slashers well, have been new, doing new that for to the 40 franchise. years. New to the franchise, not new yeah. to the not to slashers. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like I and, said, and, and, I, I and, and I've said it once before, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it thousands of times coming up in the future. I think expectations kill our enjoyment of movies especially you three, Walshy, uh, Gal, and you. You you guys are the big Halloween, you know, diehards. Uh, Halloween is like my number five uh, horror movie of all time. I, I appreciate it, but I don't, I'm not a big fan of the franchise. So I didn't walk in here with any expectations, just like I do with any movie. I, I, I've learned to walk away from expectations in my 30s. Um, you know, I, I like to see the movies for what they are, for what the director wanted us to experience. I don't worry about how the movie could have been better. Oh, this scene could have been done like this. Because if I was correct, I'd just make my own damn movie. We're, we're just viewers. We are all movie viewers. Nobody here has made a film. So I feel like we're all concerned with our own individual likes and dislikes, but not with the masses. I mean, I wanted this movie to be successful from day one, and I knew that they were going to have to do things that the hardcore fans didn't like to appeal to the masses. Like like Gal said, the 17, 18-year-olds that are experiencing this franchise for only, say, the first or second time. And and that's the thing is I think I th- I personally think more like a movie executive than a hardcore horror fan because ultimately they're making these movies to make money. They're not just putting them, I mean, because if all they cared about was art, they wouldn't even release it. They would make it and they would just show it to their friends and family. They're releasing them because they want to make money. Just like uh, oh, every I other. Un- I understand that. Out. Does that make it right? I say right. it does. Yes, Does that sir, make I it abs- right? Does that make, do you think John Carpenter only right. made Halloween just to make money? Of course he, not. He, he probably wasn't, wasn't going to. Ex- yeah, well, he, he didn't expect exa- it to do anything. Exactly. He did it. Because he, it was a, it was a, a, something in his mind. He wanted to create the art. That's where the good movies come from. Yep. Without okay? the money. That's where the yeah. good movies come from. And yeah, always. Uh, no, no, I take that back. That's where the great movies yeah, come above from. Above average. Because yeah. Halloween 78 is a great movie. Absolutely. This, this is a good movie. I, I agree with that sentiment. I do. But I see both sides of this argument, too. So instead of button heads on it, I, I think you just both nailed your points. So let's get to something else that we I both like. Arguing do with it. Mark, <laughs> no, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, <laughs> dude, we could have a Mark versus Venom show coming up soon. Oh, my God. You need another show. Right. Hey, <laughs> you got you to gotta have the yin and the yang. Come uh, on now. Yep. And and everyone knows that Mr. Venom is the Yang. Yep. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the black nice, side. But, I'll take it. All right. So what about what about character development throughout this film? I know a lot of people have problems with it. I have some problems with it myself. Yeah. Uh, but I, it's t- okay. You agree? So yeah. give me your opinion. What is your problems or what are your likes about it? Because it there's some to me that are are pretty pretty good. They're they're handled pretty well. But there's more that I don't like then that I do like. So you, you I want to hear your guys' opinions first. So go ahead, Venom. Well, Mr. I, Venom, weren't you saying before that there were that? too many characters to oh, kind of, to kind of get, yeah. 
yeah. too many generations. They concentrated on three generations of Strodes, yeah. and I feel like that was one too many. Yeah. Like Judy and Judy Greer, who I usually like, I thought was just pointless in this movie. I Dude. did not like the performance at all. Me too. I, I, it's a huge dislike. It's <laughs> yep. so flat to me. Yeah, exactly. I understand character. why she's there. She needs to be there because of mom. Right. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, it's, it's a shitty reason, but it's a reason nonetheless. Oops. Edit that out. Um, no, it feels forced, right? It's, it's, yes. it's, it's yeah. just flat. I don't Very know. I, I didn't like it. Um, I, I, I think, I think it would have been better if maybe Judy Greer would have just made like, say like a cameo as the daughter and just been like, you know what? I don't want you hanging out with your grandmother, blah, 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 or whatever. And had her little stance and then had it be, uh, Allison and Lori kind of joining forces versus mm-hmm. having yeah, her in it. there too. Yeah, uh, you get I, it. I don't, I don't mind Judy Greer, her performance, so to speak. I, I just don't think she's given enough Exactly. Depth yeah. Or she's right. Right. Screen time. Down up there yeah. Before, so she's, yeah, yeah. she's not unnecessary. Is what yeah. Saying. Yeah. And I think like yeah. there's there's a few small little things that could have added a little depth to her character, like the fact that her husband is dead, <laughs> and like, hey, where? What's his name again? I, who cares? Hey, uh, uh, his yeah. name is, we call him D Bag. Where's D Bag? Michael just killed him out in the front I, yard. I, I, oh, I, okay. got, I got peanut butter on my penis, guys. Oh, That's what we Susan, call him. I have that written down too. <laughs> <laughs> so, there, there is something really weird about this film with its portrayal of men. Yes. Like, dudes are useless in this yeah, movie. There's no point. And like, I, but you know what? I don't have any problem with that because well, it's no, I mean, there's a female empowerment yeah, but, thing. But, yeah. but, but men have a purpose in, in, in movies, should have some purpose. We're not just, you know, a sack of rocks. We should that, have, that, that seen, seen, we should have seen some women going against, you know. <laughs> no, Vin, you know, Vin, head on Because women, women have always been, you know, the TNA in the movies, right? No so doubt about we should have seen peanut some, butter consumers. We should have seen some <laughs> some, some PP. There's things going one. on in here. I mean, you guys already mentioned the the boy that you know all he wanted to do was dance, right? Um, not not generally something that we would see, you know, a, a masculine depiction of a boy, right? right? Um, you know, but he also wants to go hunt and stuff like that. He just doesn't want to do it on his dance nights, all right? But the guys are generally unprepared to defend themselves, right? Mm-hmm. They they really are no match at all for. Yeah, they have no concept of scenes of how to like throw a punch, um, and even like when, even when the the granddaughter when she's going you know for Halloween she switches the roles of Bonnie and Clyde, yep. you know she's Clyde he's dressed as Bonnie. I'm not sure if there's if this is a commentary in the franchise or exactly what's going on, but it seems like everything was kind of made to get all the guys out of the picture. You know, like in the first movie, Loomis comes in as a white knight to kind of help you know save her. The all the guys had to pretty much be gotten rid of completely for the end. And I just think it's kind of a weird way that they go about getting rid of some of these guys. Well, think about it. Think about it. What what is from the beginning, you know, with Halloween and, and John Carpenter swears, swears that he didn't oh, have any any right. particular thing in mind when, yep. when 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 the girls who were promiscuous and having sex and yeah. smoking it, pot it and having fun. Like an, it feels like an overcorrection of what we've yes. seen yes. from Slashers. Yeah. And, but then, you know, even in, in you know the 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 book Men Women Women and Chainsaws and, and they're talking yeah. about how it's you know the 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 knife is an extension it's a phallic you know an extension <laughs> you know yep. and I'm serious and it talks know, about as you I go know. through the slashers throughout the the decades it's it's for the most part very male dominated 
and, and misogyny and and you know what 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 do guys want to see slashers for? Well, we want to see naked chicks and we want to see people get killed. You know, and and this is just like you said, overcorrecting. They're just kind of taking that entire slasher trope and just like tossing it out the window. Well, it's horror uh, but, affirmative but I, action. But uh, <laughs> no, but I but I think it it does show, you know, today's women are not the same women as generations previous. I mean, if you look at a lot of a lot of women who have been put in situations of peril, um they're like Princess Leia, they're a self-saving princess. They they're not Depending, I mean, look at the girl Jamie Kloss. She got herself out. Nobody rescued her. Nobody came in, and that's real life. <laughs> you know. Oh, pardon me. Um, but you know what I mean. Uh, I'm just saying that you know, in real life, women are far more detailed than men. If you watch a lot of Investigation Discovery, um, which may or may not be okay, <laughs> but I do it. I'm not saying, but maybe I do. Um, women will say, "Hey, something's wrong with that guy. There's an issue. You need to look at this person." And the, what does the guy do? The guy He's like, ah, it's fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And he ends up dead and the other people end up dead. And she's there. Would anybody listen to me? Which is, you know, all of this kind of callbacks to Lori taking the Loomis stance is that Loomis was trying to tell everybody and nobody would listen to him. They were discounting him like he was, you know, a schoolgirl. you know, that, oh, you're just, a, you know, and, and now they're kind of flipping all of that and saying, you know, Lori is the one trying to tell everyone and everyone says, oh, now she's a crazy old lady and she's right. And the only situation, the only woman that listened to her was her granddaughter, you know? And so I just feel like, yeah, there, there is this undercurrent and this, this message of, you know, hashtag me too and female empowerment but i don't feel like it's overkill i feel like it's just kind of appropriate in today's climate because women are finally saying okay you know what like well, no, we can it's, take care it's of not ourselves the female I mean, empowerment that's the issue i think it's it's the it's the depiction of the men in a lot of yeah. ways that, that that's what that's what we're saying i think you know the female empowerment is completely fine it's it's the way that the men are taken out yeah, like, it, I, wish, so I wish, yeah. I wish, uh, what's his name, Cameron, Allison's boyfriend, I wish he would have had any kind of a spine whatsoever. Oh, yeah, I that's mean, another but he's, even he's even wearing a yellow shirt, and I feel like, you know. The All the guys also have the same hair. haircut. Yeah. There were, like, there were two of the guys, like, wait, is that the guy from before? I couldn't even tell. Him. Like, why yeah. do they all have this, like, weird, yeah. like, long, curly-haired side part? I mean, I didn't. There, there were two of the characters. I, I had a hard time telling apart at first. Yeah, and the, plus, only, we gotta... the only guy who had a spine was Hawkins, and they kill him. So right, yeah. And we well, got I mean, the, the babysitter's boyfriend does go up. I mean, he does try to do it. We don't see any results of that. I mean, we see the after effect. We don't actually see him. Yeah, engaging with Michael. Yeah, he, you know, he, <laughs> he could have ran out of the house, but he went to yeah. try to defend her and right, and right. He, he was a likable character, but I'm just yeah. saying that yeah. he's taken off. He's taken out off screen, and we have no idea. You know. Yeah. And at least he was taken out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I wish they would have done a little bit more with Ray to make him even remotely likable so that when Michael yeah. does the big wind chime bell kill, we could have felt something other than, all right, finally, we're rid of him. Now we don't have to worry about him anymore. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's just it, it seems like with with the guys, this seemed like there was a very conscious effort to kind of um, have a, a commentary on like a new masculinity. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know, that, that's oh, I which, think it's I'm, right I'm up not, front. I'm not entirely against it, that. It's just it felt like it was kind of being 
pushed a little bit far, <laughs> you know, at yeah. certain points. Like, I get it. I get it. Like, yeah, I'm happy we that get like, your I, point. I understand. I understand. Yes. yes. <laughs> Men, Men don't all have to be alpha a-holes. Like, Men all right, are useless. <laughs> all right. This is we where I want to, I want to switch, switch gears here. And I want to, because we, you know, we, we want to keep this thing to under three hours. Um, <laughs> oh, please. This is where I'm going to talk about the misuse of the score. All right, go ahead, man. Go Are ahead. You ready? I, I'm just going to blow your mind here. No, I'm not. I'm not going to blow your mind. But these are the two two things. Um, there was a scene right after the um, you know the drunk kid gets impaled on the fence. The great scene there with the the, the motion light, and she comes. Allison comes back. She sees her buddy uh, impaled on the fence, and I, it's okay that we didn't get to see that. It was just cool after effect. And then Michael steps out from the shadows and he sees, she sees him for the first time and screams and starts to run. And man, the score kicks in. Do you remember this scene? Absolutely. I mean, there's like a crunching Absolutely. guitar. It's, oh, it's, yeah, like, it's awesome. It's one of my favorite tracks. That's yeah, amazing. Um, lasts for about 20 seconds. We don't see Michael Chaser. We don't see Michael Stalker. And guess what? The first house she goes to opens the door. Yeah. We're, you just lost what could have been a very scary chase scene, uh, which could have been like, you know, when, when Lori was chased from the house back to, you know, Tommy's house. Do you remember? Oh, and he's dude, walking. I remember. He's it's walking. like the best. Yeah, he's it's walking behind her. We don't see we see Michael step out and then we see her run and we don't see Michael again. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. no stock there. That, that when you were talking about stocking before, that's stock. Well, I'm like, so mm-hmm. they wasted that whole that whole score. There was nothing. There was nothing to to have that that kind of gravitas score for. And All then right. when Michael is in the house at the end, and he starts to stalk, uh, he, and he's, uh, I forget if, if Jamie went upstairs, somebody went upstairs, he's, he's either coming down the steps or going up the steps. And there's little to no music at all. And it's exactly where they needed to bring in, don't, da don't. Yes, don't, yes, I agree there. All I hear is, I wish I had Halloween 78 again. No. That's all no, I do. No, it's, no. it's the same thing as if you have yeah. a Friday the thirteenth and you want to hear Yeah. I mean it's the same that, thing, that, man. Yeah, it, it's the same thing. It's just the updated version, but he's saying that they 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 can use that new version of the score, which is what it yeah. is. Um, with added instruments and, you know, and it's all instruments, like I said, like a cello bow on a guitar, that kind of thing. He's just saying, I think, if I'm right, Mark, you can tell me that that there were there could be different placement of yeah, that there was, score. What I'm it's saying just identifiable is he, with the character. Yeah, he comes yes. in the house after you know he he gets Lori through the the windows and she shoots his hand, and he he's able to to get that uh, what is it that that metal bar that she had barred on the door, and he comes in the house and he starts stalking around looking for her. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's no there's no score there to be there's no like. You know what I'm saying? And there's really not a whole lot of score when she is going through the house 
looking for him with the shot. Yeah, you know and I mean, and I mean, you've got the right score. You've got the right. Yeah. You've got the right so, musicians. You've got all of that. Mm-hmm. It's just the. Yeah, the, pla- the, the, placement, the placement, which I, I, I can, I think you have a good point with, with, on, with that on several different areas. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's a, you know, a complete failure. I'm just saying, man, there was some, some, some missed opportunities there to, to use the score to ratchet up the tension or use, you know, um, the tension and, and use the score to like heighten it. And they, they failed in those mm-hmm. both both of those things both times uh honestly in, i didn't in, notice uh, yeah me neither me neither. i was i was i was yeah. into the movie hey. enough that i didn't know yeah. that oh there should be music when, here walshy watch yeah. it again watch right. it again and when you when you see allison start running and you hear that yeah yeah like i said and you're like oh it's gonna go down now and then nothing it dies out yeah i guess i i guess Usually I'm like all on that stuff too with scores, um, but I don't. I like I I just didn't have an issue with its placement or anything like you guys do. And it's not a deal right. breaker for me. It's no, not, I know I know. It's exactly not taking the, the movie like from an eight and a half to a six. These are just things. <laughs> I know these are saying, things man. that I just notice. You know, sure, uh, absolutely. It, I, I hear you. We are, we're all gonna have a different take. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with both of you. I mean, like to me. It it didn't bother me, but in Mark saying that, I'm like, oh, you know what? I that would have pumped it up to a little bit. Yeah, in but next, that's the next problem. Level situation. That's the problem with the horror community is that we can watch a movie and love it, but then we start hearing, um, you know, our peers in the podcasting yeah. community say things like, oh, this could have been better, yep. this couldn't been better, and then suddenly we change our opinion. Dude, I'm not dude. saying that's yeah, what happened. But, but, but first, I'm not, first, I'm not, every, first view. Everything, everything can be better yeah. in life. Human beings could be better in life. Everything can be improved upon. So, I mean, I think it's just a testament to our intelligence and creativity and artistic expression that we always could find things to add to something or make it flourish more. You know what I mean? I don't don't think there's anything wrong with that. If If we can find a movie where we can't think of anything that could be done, I mean, let's face it, all of us have given movies 10 rating, right? You know, say 10 out of 10, that's the best movie. But if you were to seriously break it down, every one of us is a very complex individual with our own opinions and our own likes and dislikes. So everybody would tweak something just a little bit mm-hmm. here or there to their own liking. Yeah. So even Halloween seventy eight, and they're not thinking about the masses. They're not thinking. They're not even thinking about the horror community. They're, you're literally thinking about just how the movie would improve for yourself. And it's like, why, you know, why aren't we thinking a little bit more? I hate to say outside the box, but why aren't we thinking a little bit more globally than just I'm, our own individual? I'm not, I'm not thinking about myself. Well, I'm that's thinking what about you're what, you're do, what do you're saying. Think? I wish this would have happened. I, w- I think the movie would have been better if music was put here. And it's like, yeah, it's a valid but, opinion. But I'm, but I'm fine, saying, but, but I'm saying that everybody because does I that. think the movie right? would have been better for everybody, not just me. I, I think know. it would have made it a better movie for everybody. That's your if, opinion. Well, that's what we're here to do. I understand yeah. that. I understand okay. That. Well, okay. Why can't we all just get along? Okay. Because hey, it's normal human interaction. That's why. Here you go. Here you go. Here we go. Here, here's the scene. Here's the scene. Hold up. Can you hear that? 
I'm going to bust out some Aretha Franklin respect right now, people. Let's just simmer <laughs> down now. Simmer no, down. No, this is, this is awesome. No, no, I don't have no problem with Jerry fighting back. That's okay. That's, that's what we that's what we do. We're, sure we're, would be boring I, I, if we all thought the same thing. I, 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 I uh, you know, fancy myself a, a, a movie critic or so. You know, I don't get paid to do it, I mean, but I watch so many it. movies and I critique them or whatever. And no, I've never made a movie on my own. But but you know what? I'm pretty good at knowing what's what's good and what's not, and what what certain things could have made things better and you know but you know everyone's got their own opinion and and i I won't shy away from giving mine and and while and while we're at it dr sartain was stupid i agree okay that's (laughs) that's like seems like the flipping point for most um reviews of this movie dr sartain um some people dug it some people hated it so i guess the consensus here um I I didn't hate it, um, but I di- I didn't love it either. Like it was just I I kind of saw it coming. Mm-hmm. I, what ha- mm-hmm. I saw I saw that coming with his looks. They really pro- uh, they really projected that this guy is gonna turn. Yeah, well, um, hard, hard we're not now. gonna get another Sam uh, uh, Loomis. We're not gonna get another Loomis. We already oh, had Loomis, and nobody can match Loomis. So I'm like, okay, where's this extreme thing gonna happen now? Is you know what I mean? Yeah. And well, I saw Hargal said before that with his his pen or something with the yeah foreshadowing yeah. foreshadowing and they really the final column pen they did yeah. the foreshadowing and supposedly in previous like controlled focus group audiences that whole subplot was a major thing and supposedly they wanted it to make it that he had done some of the murders instead of Michael actually doing them or something I don't know if that's true or not it could just be hearsay. Um, but you know, the, the spinal column pen was definitely foreshadowing that situation with him. Yeah. Right. And I, I don't mind there be, there has to be, he has to have a doctor, right? And Loomis is obviously dead. So there has to be a doctor character somewhere in there. And, and, but I don't know if it had to be was such a twist. Yeah. That like was I, kind of extreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, um, and then putting the mask on and I'm like, Oh no, what are they going to do from here on out? Uh, Michael just got hit by the car. How long is he going to be out? Of course he's not dead. He doesn't die. But I'm like, is this guy going to put this mask on and go on a rampage now? And then we're going to have two Myers. And then, you you know, you don't know what they were going to do. I, I'm, That's glad, why I was like, I'm glad that it stopped there. Yeah, Maybe, it was that quick. He, that he ripped the mask off and threw it back in there and was like, ah, oh, you know. Yeah. And, and really his 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 purpose was to to meet or to to send Michael to meet up with, with uh, Laurie right. to see had- what would happen. That that was that was his whole thing was to get Michael in front of Laurie, you know, and, and so that whole plot point was only that. So yeah, no, I I I I guess I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, but I did think it was kind of weird. It's like, dude, we have we have the ultimate killer in this movie. Let's not do the extra stuff. We don't need extra stuff. I got AKA, Michael Myers, aka Roy. <laughs> I do like. <laughs> I do like. Oh. I do like how uh, Michael does stomp on his face. And, Dude, and, that's oh, a great, yeah. great yeah, effect. That was good. And and make think about this: Does Michael ever really show aggression or want to kill Donald Pleasance? Really? Uh, isn't that the talk? I. I... I, I mean, though he's the one person that, you know, Michael will like 
at least stand there and talk or listen. Listen to uh, as as he's yeah. uh, Michael. What are you? You know whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and not actively go up and knock him out and stomp on his face, which he could have done at any time. Well, I I think that he's a little intimidated by Doctor Loomis, and I don't think there's any other character that intimidated him yeah. until if you're doing one and then 2018 until Laurie. He felt kind of like he. He yeah. thought she was, you know, an easy target after the first one. And then he's like, oh, wait, hold on. And so I think it was like Dr. Loomis was the one person that seemed to have a certain connection. Tiny bit a, of, yeah. of power. I, and I always saw it as Loomis maybe almost being like a father figure. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he'd been treating him since he was a kid. And I don't, yeah. we never hear anything about his parents again. I don't know if his parents just kind of abandoned him in there. But, you know, that that's always kind of the impression that I got is like he's, he's kind of just maybe curious to hear what Loomis has to say. Like he doesn't care necessarily. He doesn't like Loomis, but he's just like, Oh, it's Loomis. Let me just hear what he's talking about. You know, <laughs> what, what does about this it. old man got to say? <laughs> this nut bag is back. I, I feel like, I haven't well, I feel talked like he's in been hearing his years. voice year after year after year. <laughs> that it's like, it's almost like it just, it just kind of gets his attention. Yeah. You know? You've got them all fooled, Michael, but you can't fool me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 uh, I'm glad that Sartain got yeah. got what was coming. I didn't hate the Sartain plot. I mean, I, I'm pretty indifferent to overall. Yeah, me too. It's I understand why it's there. I didn't mind the turn. I'm like, eh, you know. I would have been okay if he hadn't put the mask, the mask on. I don't, for some reason, Sorry, that to... that scene with his big fat head in the mask. <laughs> I don't like up, it either. I was like, that looks stupid. I honestly kind of liked it. I don't know. It's I, a... I I thought it looked because it, it it looks so off putting. It looks weird. Yeah. When it comes yeah. up, he he doesn't look human when he pops up. You know I what mean, it looks it, like? It, it didn't it didn't strike me as goofy. It, it struck me as kind of like oh, it's it actually looked a little more disturbing to me. But... It looked to me like uh, the kid putting the mask on in Hollow and Zombies H one. Remember <laughs> how goofy that looked. <laughs> With with like this little kid in this ginormous white mask on his face, you know, as he's killing his sister. But you know, I don't know. I could have done without it, but I don't know. I don't know. Just leave it. Just leave it. <laughs> Sartain where he's at, you know. Well, I mean, uh-huh. it, it, it. You guys have to admit whether you loved it or hated it, though. It was kind of cool that they did something unexpected. That yeah. even even fans of the original movie Forever are were kind of like, wait, what? Yeah, huh? it was definitely oh. polarizing. You know, yeah, so I I mean I was the same way. I was kind of like, what? Why? A kind of unnecessary, but I also but I mean it, it it didn't make me yeah. dislike the movie or something like that. You know what I mean? It's, it's almost not a big deal. I think I don't yeah, know. It's, yeah, exactly, exactly. It, this is I mean one of my criticisms of this film is that they have so many subplots going on. Like they they've got so many characters that I feel like uh, the attention of the film is just divided way too much at least for the first half. Um, and I mean, it's just kind of it's just kind of another plot that we were following. You yeah, know, it doesn't it doesn't filler. feel much. Yeah, it doesn't feel bigger than any of the other plots necessarily. But I don't know. No, no. I guess I guess uh, I agree. I guess I agree. I just uh, initially I just can't I couldn't stand him. So eh, I didn't hate but, it. I was indifferent. But, but I can yeah I can I can uh, leave it 
and just not 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 even deal with it. So, well, yeah, um, it seems like it was a more popular opinion. People hated it, but uh, or it seems like we're like split down the middle here, which is pretty good. But right. how about them getting the being great enough there to uh, bring the good old Nick Castle back as the shape? Yeah, he, that, that was pretty nice to you know give him one more chance to don the mask. And I think it was that scene you were talking about, Mark, uh, standing in the window. That's the yes. scene when yeah, That's I'm, one I'm of, right. That's one That's of one them. of them. The, the that, scene yeah. where she shoots. Into the babysitter's house. Yes. Uh, he's in the window and he kind of gives the little head tilt. Yep. Uh, that's that's yeah. Nick Castle. It's cool yeah. to see his name come up in the credits as the shape again. It is. Mm-hmm. You know, it they, is. they tried to bring as much back as possible, connected it as part two, and they did. They did. They did what they could. I was a little little pissed off when you know because they made a big deal that Nick Castle. Is coming oh, back as the shape. Everybody thought he was the shape. Yeah, and then like mm-hmm. seriously, like a week before the movie came out, it's it's all it's just, this other guy Nick Castle appears like once mm-hmm. as you know. Nice. I was like, oh crap. Yeah. You know, but you know, honestly, you think about it. What is Nick Castle now? Sixty five, or something oh, like yeah. that. Uh, he, he's not, you know, a young man anymore. And there was some stunt work and some things that needed to to happen and i think the guy that played him was 50 right oh yeah easy i mean he was no, older no older. he's he's i think he's 60 he's, yeah he's, he's an older guy he's but 60 he's, or 61 and he and they said and somebody asked him about the age of michael and if people you know kind of razzing him and saying oh well you know old man michael and whatnot and he said well you know i just went for my physical and and i have all the numbers of somebody that's like 31 so he said you know i think that michael myers with his pure evil could easily ha- you know have done all of this at age 60 and 61 and that yeah. kind of thing too i so. mean yeah he's obviously got some kind of crazy yeah. healing ability he's been shot six times right <laughs> yeah he was like a does. keto diet Yep. Oh, <laughs> and, and and you guys, what about PJ Souls as the voice of the teacher oh, yeah. in, yes. the, in the classroom scene with Allison kind of almost exactly replicating? Yeah. And you can tell it's PJ. You can tell <laughs> that's her voice. Uh, okay, well, you know what? We're going to start heading, heading out on this one. So I'll I'll name one, one more thing. It's a dislike, what ends with a like. 90% of the comedy fell so flat to me, um, like real bad with a peanut butter penis or whatever. Um <laughs> Stuff like that. But, dude, one thing that was amazing to me was Julian. Julius? Yes. That little kid, was he not hilarious and so natural? Funniest part of the movie. Yeah, it was. So much more of him. Yeah, he was hitting the sequel. Yeah. Yeah, his name is Jabrail Nantambu. Um, Did you say he was going to be in the sequel? I'm not sure if that's how you say his name, but. I hope so. If they do another one, which supposedly they are, oh, I they really have. hope he's. I really hope he's in it. He was. Yeah. He was awesome. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So, with, with with all that said, guys, we're just gonna start closing it out. But let's say one more thing for the sequel. Does Lori die? Oh God, I hope not. Uh, I hope so. Me too. No. I hope kill her. Kill, kill the that old she... woman. I don't. Okay, look. Before we before we close this out, I just have to say this. I feel like okay, Lori Strode, forty years PTSD, preparing for this moment. Got the ultimate trap, all the weapons, everything. Right, all the skills, yeah. the skill, the skill set to get him. Yeah. Finally, gets him, gets him in her trap, and does not proceed to take a fire poker and jab the hell out of him. Fill him full of holes with one of those guns on cut, top. Cut his on head top, off. 
on top right. of putting right. the firecracker right. in there. Uh, yes, decapitate him, a la H2O, something. I feel like Lori, her story is not done because I don't feel like, in my eyes, she truly won in overtaking Michael by the end of this movie. Yeah, you're so, right. Like, I, I, I want to see her clearly overtake Michael and I don't care Wait, what is it's that, about. I, I don't know if that's what I, I want to see. It, 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 I, you know, so, I mean, it's, it's sequel fodder. It's all, is my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. I don't know if I want to see the, you know, I mean, even if it's a final girl 40 years later, completely get the one up on the bad guy. Because this is if like a slasher icon. The they kind of got a... Like you any know. battle. Well, but Michael, yeah, yeah. Michael, Michael's never going to truly be killed. This is this is uh, historically proven. Michael mm. is always going to come back, no matter what. So what I'm saying is, I just want to see her kill him right, kill him better, and really like just get him a better one liner. Because well, he's going to come back <laughs> anyway. He's going to come I back want anyway. Is that the- what I want is at the end of that Rocky movie where they freeze the screen with Apollo, <laughs> Apollo and you know, the Rocky of when Apollo hitting. and Rocky are about to like give each other episode. a haymaker. End it. <laughs> and, then, and then you want Eye of the Tiger to kick it. It's the Eye of the Myers. Eye of the Myers. Okay, here's a controversial statement, and it's the last one I'll make. I prefer H2O Laurie to H4O Laurie. I'm just going to say, uh, I think that this lawyer, this lawyer, this lawyer, this this Laurie, I feel like, I don't know. I think she had a really crappy experience as a teenager that one night. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it it has completely ruined her life. And she is not as strong of a person as I thought she was mentally first in the first movie, but the H2O Lori got on with her life. She went into hiding or whatever. And and she she knew she she had her problems. She, she, she did pills and and drank too much to, to cope, but she was a headmistress. She was successful. She had a kid, you know, she did, she did things. And then, and then at the end, she was more badass. She, she like took the, the, uh, freaking axe and was like oh this is ending yeah now. she she yeah. locked the gate she busted the code mm-hmm. to get out yes. i mean and yeah that's great extent. thing where, where, where they hold yeah. they, they touch fingers and then she's just like what yeah no that that's a great ending i, I agree I with you yeah. to an extent but i always feel like h2o Lori feels like jamie lee curtis and at least with this one h40 this did not feel like jamie lee curtis to me but right, it didn't that, feel to you know Laurie, what I mean? It didn't feel like Laurie Strode to me. I do know it, what you because, mean. I don't, because I don't know how much Strode, I know Laurie Strode. I mean, you know, yeah. if we're going just on the first movie, okay, she was studious. All right, she was a decent babysitter. I, I don't know what else we know about her. When you know somebody, <laughs> listen, listen, she says it in here. She was in the honor society. She, mm-hmm. was, she was a responsible person who I believe... Yeah. Probably could have, you know, gotten on with her life and made something out of her life, but instead doesn't, she doesn't go to school or anything. She doesn't, she basically just becomes a recluse, um, hoarder, you know, doomsdayer, um, for the rest of her life. 
you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I just prefer, even though H2O is not, not a great movie. Um, I, I prefer, I prefer the, the, the Lori. Yeah. I'm, I'm not entirely H2O. talking about all the decisions of Lori. I'm talking more like the, the characterization as yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis as an actress. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. kind of, and but, she didn't have the long yeah. uh, gray hair either. So, right. Yep. Yep. All right. So, uh, Keith, kill Jamie Lee in the next movie or what? No, I was going to say, I actually was reading a, a Screen Rant website. It said that, that she would happily uh, appear in another Halloween movie. So, yeah, she's uh, ready. Th- so, well, that she's tells definitely, she's, so that she's going to do appear. it, but die. But, th- but does that, she die in it? No, I don't think so. Especially if she would make a comment like that. I don't think she would say, I'm happily. Ready to do another movie and die in it. I yeah. think she's ready for some, the kick yeah. ass. Yeah, where so where are they going to take this? Where are they going to take this? But she to... did a resurrection. <laughs> but where where are they um, going to take this in order to avoid being, you know, too, where too the much. Halloween sequels went before? I, that's what. That's why I get it. Oh, make it epic, dude. Make it an epic movie. And they both got to go at the end. That's just how I want to see it. Uh, yeah. we'll see I'm okay happens. with both of them going. Yeah, yeah, that's but what that I'm would saying. be the only way I would be okay with they Lori both going. To, they both have to go. They both like them. like Harry Potter and Voldemort. They've got to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they've got to grab each other and fly on a broom. All you know, remember all that right. scene? Anyway, and before we go round three, Mark, uh, Mark called Venom's mama. She said she said your mama's fat. So guys, round three, go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey, no, let's man, get out of here. Mama's so fat. Here. She's fat so we're all right. <laughs> mama's so fat that when she sits <laughs> around the house, we don't have a half hour around the house. <laughs> all right, let's get some scores in here. Um, who wants to? Let's get Vin in. Vin, what is your score for Halloween? Uh, well, I mean, in certain respects, I'm kind of coming from the same place as Venom, uh, because I'm not a huge fan of the Halloween franchise. I like the first movie. I think the second one is a solid slasher. Otherwise, the sequels, I really don't care for them very much at all. Uh, but this one, I really enjoyed. Um, this is definitely one that I could see putting on with the original, mm-hmm. especially around Halloween time. I think it's the best one since the original. Um, and again, I don't think very highly of a lot of the sequels, so that's not a huge praise. But um, I, I do really enjoy this. Uh, I think they got Michael right. Um you know, time will tell how this fits in to sequels that they're going to inevitably make and it's coming, yeah. over time. Uh, but overall, I'd say eight out of ten for this. I think it's it's solid. It's a very, very good slasher. Nice, nice. All right. Uh, Mr. Venom, what is your score, brother? All right. Well, without the expectations that a lot of uh, hardcore Halloween fans going into it, I thoroughly love this movie. Um, It has its problems, and I agree with a lot of the things that Mark and Gal and everybody else have said about, you know, the shortcomings of the film. Yeah, the movie's not perfect, but I think I hold it in a little bit higher regard than those who, you know, revere the Halloween franchise. So, uh I'm going to go with 8.5 out of 10. It's so, so nearly a nine, but there's still too many holes in it to, to really earn a nine. So 8.5. Okay. Uh, I'll hop in with my score and I am, I do love the Halloween series, but I, I dug this movie, man. I didn't hate this movie. I didn't dislike this movie. It's, it's a pretty good score to me. And at the end of the day, I came to see a cool, good masked Michael Myers do his thing. 
We get Jamie Lee back. Come on, man. What else could you ask for? Uh, it's just amazing that we ha- have it and are able to see it. History was made with this movie. So I'm going to give it a 7.5. It does have its problems with characters and stuff, uh, but 7.5 for me. And it, it's definitely a, it's a must watch. It's Halloween, guys. Uh, next, let's get Susan in here with her score. Well, you know, I, I'm I I have some a myriad of scores for this. Okay, if I'm going with the sentimental Susan score, I'm going to say nine and a half. I'm going to say, you know, yeah, it's got its flaws. It's not perfect, but it had Jamie Lee Curtis, John Carpenter, Nick Castle. Uh, you know, I mean, all these other things, all the callbacks and the shoutouts and and uh, and things that you know I personally really enjoyed. Um, so, so that part of me would say, oh, it's nine and a half out of 10. It's just behind the original Halloween for me. But if I were removing all of my sentimental preferences and all of that, I would be where everybody else is. Um, you know, I would be more like eight and a half, I would say eight and a half to nine. Um, so yeah, but I mean, I think definitely any horror fan should watch it. It's purchase worthy and all that good stuff. Very good. Okay, Captain Creepy, give us your score. I'm right there with uh seems to be the popular score, and I'm going with the 8.5. As, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I look at it as it being a, a love letter to Mr. Carpenter, and that's how I view this movie, and uh, I, I stick by my score, 8.5. Very good. All right, Mark, close it out. What's the score? All right. Now, everyone is probably expecting me to go like five out of ten. I'm not. <laughs> that, no, I'm it not. is so not the case. Um, I, I enjoy this movie. I think it's a good movie. It's a very well-made movie. A lot of really good things about this movie. I'm just, uh, I guess the nature of myself as, as a, a film critic and I, that sounds so stupid oh, a film critic i'm not a film you know just uh, uh, uh an amateur film critic, are, though, whatever man. but you, you know what i'm saying I, mm-hmm. I, I have to see things through a critical lens okay yeah, dude um but nevertheless i give this movie anywhere from an eight to an 8.5 uh it it did it did not make my top 10 of the year no. but but it's a good movie i bought it the day it came out Mm-hmm. I've watched it three times since I've, you know, saw it twice in a theater and I've yeah. seen it three times since I've gotten the Blu-ray. So, yeah. you know, it's, you it's don't do that movie. with a bad movie. No, <laughs> no, it's just, you know, I, I've got to, uh, to see the flaws and, and see what I think could have made it better, but definitely would recommend it. Awesome. All right. So practically horror cast is hovering at an eight average. I would say right there. Uh, mm-hmm. pretty fair, right? Five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think very fair. Very fair. Yeah. Very fair for this film. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Got to go check it out if you didn't because we just spoiled the hell out of it. But you, you got to see with your own eyes. Uh, and I guess that'll do it. So let's get our plugs in here. And, Mark, where can the people find you? Well, just check me out on uh, Facebook at uh, the Mark NATO. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at the HCast. And we do have a um, an Instagram, which I would would actually like to post on at some point, but it's uh, at, at the H cast as well. But uh, that that's about it. Okay. Good. Good. All right. Mr. Venom, where can the people find you? Okay. I'll be real quick with my list of other podcasts. Uh, a couple of them are on hiatus right now, including <clears throat> my newest podcast, uh, be beneath the Zenith, which is a uh, kind of unsolved mysteries uh 
conspiracy theory type podcast that I do with a couple of guys from the Horror Mafia podcast. Also on hiatus right now is a Rad Radio, the all ladies podcast that I do with Mark and a couple of other people. Um, actually, as soon as I'm done here, I'm recording the next, next episode of theme warriors, which I, I also do with Mike Merriman and Doug Tilly and a couple other people where we discuss, uh, it's, it's definitely not a horror specific, uh, podcast. It's more just general themes around any movie out there. So that should be fun. Uh, I also have underwater kaiju from outer space, my Godzilla slash Gamera slash every cool Japanese monster movie ever podcast that I do with uh, once again with a couple of guys from the Horror Mafia podcast and Jerry Herring from Kill the Cast. And then uh, one of my my newest horror podcasts is called No More Room in Hell. Uh, I do that with Mike Merriman and Mr. Corey Graham from the Midnight Horror Show. Uh, that has been, we're, we're only about four or five episodes into that series, but we, we've been having some really good conversations, mostly about classic horror. And then when we want to discuss new horror, we have, uh, something called, uh, no more room in hell presents fresh cuts, nothing to do with this podcast, of course, though it may have the same title, but it's basically our podcast where we specifically concentrate on brand new movies, uh, usually within the week of its release, either in theaters or VOD or streaming, we'll, uh, get some people together and talk about those. And then as far as me personally, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's at Jerry Venom on Instagram. It's at Venom Horror on Facebook. I am Mr. Venom. And if you want to drop me an email, it's radradiovenom at gmail.com. I don't know how you remember it all. God <laughs> bless you, dude. And you got to get uh, Walshy on for, to do Godzilla 1985. <clears throat> Absolutely, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. A- as for... Uh, Walshy here. You can find me on Facebook and the links that Mark shared. And let's get Captain Creepy. Where can the people find you? Well, you can occasionally find me on the Skippy Peanut Butter fan site. Uh, I'm a creamy peanut butter kind of guy. Um, what the kidding. heck are you talking <laughs> about? Oh my Crunch all the way. Pe- Crunch. Pe- Wait, I mean, this, is just, this is that not is an just... online dating site. What? <laughs> Again, you listen. can find uh, Captain Creepy at. Uh, Peanut butter on a penis. See where we got creepy from? <laughs> I don't know who started the peanut butter conversation in this, but it's been in the back of my mind for this whole episode. So I had, had to go with that one. But uh, in all seriousness, folks, uh, you can find me here, of course, on this podcast. And just another cast has just celebrated its third year anniversary, even though I haven't done any episodes recently. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing, dude. I know, but it's amazing that I created something. For three something. years, we have six episodes. <laughs> three years ago. Hey, I got a few more than that, buddy. But hey, only uh, only one of the 90. <laughs> but, you, got, you got cut off. But anyway, yeah. So, uh the, what's the what's the email for this one? Ask the Horrorcast. Ask Mark. the Horrorcast at gmail.com. If you want to contact me, there you go. All right, man. All right, then. What is your plugs? Oh boy, might be a little bit shorter. Uh, <laughs> Facebook group and uh, therevenantreview.com. I haven't been posting on there for a while just because of graduate school. That takes up most of my reading and writing, but I do hope to be getting back to that at some point. How about uh, your uh, how about your arithmetic? Anyway, I'm sorry. I had to, I had to say. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, let's get this out of here. And we want to thank you so Wait, much. Oh, horror gal. Oh, I didn't do oh oh you're gonna kill me, Susan. <laughs> no, it's Susan. Fine. 
Susan, what are your plugs? Okay, youtube.com forward slash horror gal Susan. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and Horror Amino. All horror gal Susan. There you go. Enjoy. Have a nice day. Horror gal Susan at Gmail. She's the the easy one. Everything's horror gal Susan. Yeah, you pick any platform. Horror gal Susan if I'm there. I'm on Letterboxd, horror gal Susan. I'm all over the place. I don't even remember where I am, okay? But I'm horror gal Susan everywhere. No no peanut butter involved anywhere. (laughs) No peanut butter whatsoever. Kept it simple. Okay, guys, that is going to do it for this episode. We hope to see you back. And we want to thank you for listening to the horror cast where it is all killer, no filler. And please stay scared.